You are entering the MSP Zone, a podcast for the managed services community, covering news, analysis, and interviews from around the globe. Elevate your MSP game by staying in the MSP Zone. And now, your host, Charles Weaver. Let's talk about security. Uh, this is going to be a doozy of an episode today, folks. Um, we are going to talk about some issues that are, are kind of uh, kind of scary, on, on the scary cutting edge of what we're seeing uh, as a result of the pandemic and what we're seeing work from home uh, employees, uh, what they're facing, uh, what they're facing, how they're facing it, uh, what support or lack thereof they are getting from their companies to deal with work from home during a pandemic. And, and these are really just cutting edge topics that I, I, I think are, are critical to talk about as a society, but they're cr- ultra critical to talk about uh, it within the man and services profession. And that's, ac- that's exactly what we're going to do today. Um, Coming back on the program, no stranger to the MSP Zone, um, Mr. Corey Munson from uh, from PCmatic, uh, Vice President of PCmatic, uh, is going to be walking us through a study that PCmatic actually uh, conducted on work from home uh, during uh, during the pandemic, and really has some re- interesting. Uh, data points, and he's going to give us some of his analysis of what he thinks is going on with that. Welcome back to the program, Corey. Thanks. Always good to be with you, Charles. So, so for, give, frame the uh, the topic here. You guys went out. Uh, give us a little bit about the methodology. You you guys wanted to see what was happening. Who's who is this a survey of? Yeah, what, what we did about mid May, and and we'll be the first to tell you this is not a scientific survey by any means, and there's no scientific methodology behind it beyond us blasting it out there in mid-May to our community, uh, the PCmatic community at large, users and followers. It also kind of took on a life of its own as it leaked out through social media, and we ended up with about 60, I think 6,100 responses. Our intention was really to get a snapshot of what was happening from a uh, a usability security perspective for those that were working at working at home. I think we were overwhelmed with what the responses were. I think as we drilled into some of the data, um, again, recognizing it's not scientific, but at least it gives us a, a feel for what's happening. I think it was it was kind of shocking from a security perspective. But when you step back and look at what it means from an MSP perspective, I think it points to a bunch of opportunities. Yeah, so I, I, that's that's really good for those of you thinking you're going to get a doom and gloom um, discussion here. This this program is not about that. I mean, there there are some alarming things in the study. Um, we're going to have a link to the study uh, in the podcast um, notes so that all of you can go and read it yourself and come to your own conclusions. But my conclusion, and Corey, I think it, it, yours is uh, kind of the similar one, is that this is very much... Uh, I hate that word opportunity. It's an obligation for MSPs to address some of these issues because if they don't do it, who will? And uh, you know, obviously, internal IT is not addressing some of these. So let's let's dive right in. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to go through the whole thing and read it. Um, you know, people can do that later. But uh, 
there's a couple of issues starting with BYOD, bring your own device. And the, the first question on that topic was, did your employer issue a device for work purposes? 39% said yes. 61% said no. That means there's a whole bunch of rogue IT devices out there. That's your read? It's, it's exactly it. You know, and I, I think you could probably point to a few things. This is this is part of the the rapid mass migration, right? People were scrambling. In some cases, they couldn't order laptops if they wanted to. Um, I've, I've heard stories about companies sending employees home with desktop units. So admittedly, um, I, I think you, you saw people just trying to, to make do. But what was left behind was people now plugging in their personal devices, maybe using their they're uh, the same computer that their kids are, are using to play games at home. They're now plugging in and using it for work-related purposes, which opens up, you know, any number of potential issues there. So, so that, that, that was, I, I don't know if it was alarming. I mean, we've always known BYOD has been an issue, right? We, our community has been talking about it for uh, maybe nigh on a decade. It's the next one that, that kind of, um, is scary. Uh, did your employer provide you with an antivirus solution to install on your personal device being used for work purposes? And yeah, how many said, no, they're not doing that? Yeah, we're looking at almost 93% of these people are at home using a personal device left to their own devices, uh, no pun intended, using whatever antivirus software or security software they have installed. So who knows what that is? Is that the same same thing that was installed when they bought this thing off the shelf? Has it been updated? I mean, there's any number of questions that go, go along with this and a lot to unpack. But right there, I, I think points to, you know, the, one, of the, one of those major holes that have been left in the wake of this mass migration home. Corey, this is this is crazy. I mean, I feel like we shouldn't even be airing this program because the bad guys are going to be listening to this and saying, "Okay, well, there's obviously a, an attack factor." But uh, I, I mean, I, so I I want to draw no comparisons to the fact that these are and and maybe we should state this as a disclaimer. We are not saying that these are managed services customers here, correct? Correct. Okay. It, it's exactly right. Okay. So, so we don't know who is, I mean, this could be completely internal IT, um, you know, scenarios. Uh, but, but I'm assuming that's probably not an MSP because I don't think any MSP that I know of would have this type of scenario where they're allowed to make uh, or influence controls like this, that they would never allow this environment to happen. But 93% are, are, unprotected or if they are not unprotected they're using an antivirus that is not managed by the co by the company is that an inference that you take as from, as well that's exactly where i'm at with this and and maybe it's maybe it's too much to expect that uh, you know during the rush to move everyone home that this would have been part of the thought process or or how this how this would have e even been operationalized right you're talking about do you go out and purchase then consumer grade licenses for everyone's personal device? Um, who then has access to that account if it's purchased by the any number of things to unpack about maybe why it didn't happen? I think a number one is we realized there there was a rush to make this happen, and this was one of the afterthoughts. 
Yeah, I mean, you and I were talking before, and you you brought up this this concept of bring your own security. Um, I, I can't think of a topic that gives me the shivers more than that because th- this th- this is really when it comes down to the worst type of cyber hygiene possible. Um, and if, if we acknowledge that this was a unique event in our in our global history, fine. But there's a point at which, and I think it has to happen fast, that we need to get to a, all right, you get one for free. Now we got to learn. Now we have to adapt. Um, it, it, there, there's some more areas here uh, that I want to get to related to IT support and, and training. But, I mean, th- this seems like a bare bones, basic, fundamental thing of if you're not doing antivirus, then you know, what else aren't you doing? And I don't know if I can infer that from this study, but what, where, where are your thoughts on that? I think you're exactly right. I, you know, when I look back over the past three months and and we've been part of any number of presentations or been asked to do presentations about best practices for those that are working from home. And like any good security company or, or many, many companies that gave these presentations, they listed all the obvious. Make sure you've got antivirus. Update all your applications. Um, uh, up, update your Wi-Fi password. You know, and, and went through a, a pretty basic list of what everyone should be doing. I think the reality is, the majority of these people we were speaking to were not equipped to do anything about this list that we presented. You know, we're, if we're talking about something as as basic as going to change your Wi-Fi password, how, how many people have ever change their Wi-Fi password. I think we're at this point where we have to recognize that those that are working from home have serious limitations in how they can police themselves and provide their own security at home. And that we've we've made a, I, I think wrongfully, we've had the expectation that they can. And now it's how do we fill this gap? Because there's the recognition that this is now long-term. This is no longer short-term. I, I remember an, there's an MSP that, you know, a lot of MSPs probably practice this, you know, FUD, fear, uncertainty, doubt. And I, I don't want to be uh, you or I labeled as in this program as, as promoting FUD. But again, this is just basic cyber hygiene. This is just basic, good common sense. And, uh, you know, if, if there is a op- opportunity here, then then I, I think it's an opportunity and an obligation for the MSPs to, to step in. What did your survey find related to IT support? So generally, you know, the company providing some measure of IT support to that remote home worker. Yeah, I think this is, there were a couple of questions around this. And I think this is, if you were to rank of the responses that MSP should be mindful of in terms of opportunities. Uh, one, we asked, did your employers provide IT support services while you transitioned to remote work? Uh, 50, only 51% said yes. So we've got 48, almost 49% of people said they got no IT support as they transitioned to work from home. But then to take it a step further, during the duration of that work from home experience, we asked that same question. Again, it was... 53% said yes, they had some sort of IT support, but 47% have no IT support while they're working from home. So if they have no corporate IT support, uh, they don't potentially have an, an MSP that's looking at after this either. They're on their own. And 
again, like we just stated, maybe they're they're not prepared to even execute on the most basic of, of security best practices. So so if, if MSPs are sitting there um, at home listening to this and saying, okay, how does that impact me? Well, but by my read, and, and we don't know what uh, type of um, industry verticals these are in, right? This is cross the board. Right. We did not do the breakdown on verticals. Okay. So, so l- let's just say that this is uh, multiple verticals represented here. I mean, 6,000 6, respondents is a pretty, pretty good sample size. Um, it seems obvious to me that if there are are industries that are struggling, right? And I know that everyone's, you know, we're focused on restaurants and retail and things that that have, you know, storefront presence. This seems to indicate that there's at least 50%, you know, at least on the general IT side, probably close to 100% on the security and antivirus side, where MSPs can and should be having a conversation and for existing customers, forcing a conversation and forcing change because this cannot be like if you did this study next year, and and you had close to the same results, I would be ashamed of our industry, and and I and I hope that that's not what happens. I don't think it will, but but we got a lot of work to do. There's a ton of work to do. As recently as this morning, I saw there was some. Uh, there, there was another survey out of the UK, and I believe it was a survey of of uh, small, medium-sized corporations and and uh, leadership there. There, at least in terms of this this survey, half of those uh, who responded say that they recognized the need for additional training and additional support for those that are going to be working from home long term. There's also a, a recognition in this survey that there are serious limitations in being able to hire that that talent internally and that there will be a turn to MSPs or some other third party to to fill that that need. So fortunately I, I think that they the you know the leadership of these companies that have been impacted are are recognizing that something has to be done on a long-term basis now and they realize it's not something they can necessarily hire for. Uh you I think you just hit on something that I have not heard um verbalized in quite that way so so just for those of you that missed it um cory so you're you're saying this this study and 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 the the information you're getting is that the internal it departments existing kind of as they were pre-pandemic may have had a better handle on things when no nobody was really working from home and then all of a sudden they are now in a they're they're in essence becoming de facto msps and they can't overnight because they've never been set up to do remote monitoring on remote users like an MSP would. And you're saying that that's going to be a, and maybe we're in the middle of it right now, that's going to be an inflection point for them saying, I can't do this by myself. I, I think it's definitely true. And I, and I think we were already seeing that pre-COVID, right? I, I know we were, as we were out there talking to end users and talking to partners, was there was a big movement towards the the, the recognition for budget response uh, constraints or otherwise, that being able to manage IT in-house was no longer feasible. I, I think we've we've just simply accelerated that now, and this this turns it all towards MSPs and MSSPs to to fill that gap. So, to to, to summarize our conversation at this point, the the 
the the takeaways. And by the way, everyone should go download this report. It's a good. It's a short report. It's about eleven pages, um, and, and so there's some good information in there. Your your opinion is this is so the pandemic causing work from home uh, is the, well. We hope the pandemic goes away very fast, but even even if it does, your opinion is work from home is likely going to linger for the long term, right? Not just short term. It's going to be around maybe permanently. True. I don't think there's any doubt, and and I don't want to bore everyone with numbers today, but just overnight digging into this a bit. Um, one of the one of the, um, the the sources I looked at said that pre-COVID, we were looking at roughly three three and a half percent of the workforce was working from home half the time or more. This particular source projects that by the end of 2021, somewhere between 25 and 30 percent of the workforce will be spending multiple days working from home. I mean that is that is tectonic shift right there, right? I mean, we're, we're talking about big, big numbers of people now being at home on a, on a very regular basis doing work. I, I don't see it going back. I, I really don't see it turning back. So even if, let's assume that that's true for the next year and a half, right? We're, I can believe it, halfway through 2020. So if your projection is right about the end of 2021, that means there is a massive shift unlike anything that we've seen for remote workers that based off of this survey, most IT departments are ill-equipped or unable to deal with in terms of just having the expertise, the probably the tool sets to manage uh, specifically remote uh, users and handle the, through the, you know, I'm just thinking like the efficiencies of like a, a call center, a help desk, a, uh, the, the, the monitoring, um, you know, capabilities to see what's going on with these different users. Uh, I mean, just that alone is, it would cripple most IT departments, I would think. I, I think you're exactly right. And I, and I think there's a, a lot to unpack about what, what this means long term. It's, you know, from an economy standpoint, are, are there affordable tools to provide security and provide visibility for, for those who, who want to try to wrap their arms around this and, and start managing it. Um, there are HR issues. I mean, if we're talking about 60% of the people out there using personal devices, where in the employee uh, handbook does it does it talk about permission to be able to log into a personal device and troubleshoot if you're a help desk or you're an MSP for that matter? I, I think fortunately we're, we're now coming to terms with, we're going to have to figure out a way to su support this workforce. But there is a lot to lot to put together here, and there's a, a desperate need for someone to be able to to provide this service. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think you're right, Corey. This, this is whether it's antivirus, whether it's just basic BYOD issues, um, access to to personal devices that happen to have company data on it. Th these are issues that we've only start we we only dealt with, you know, probably at an executive level, right? Executives taking an iPad home and, and wanting to have company data on it. You know, that was the, the prototypical story for BYOD, what, 10 years ago. Um, it, it seems like now that's been democratized across everybody. It, here's the million, probably the trillion dollar question. Do you believe that the MSPs out there that you're talking to accept this as a huge opportunity, but also that, that, obligation and duty to to step up and, and actually 
you know, have these conversations with these, with these clients? I think so. I, I think if you take a look at the fact that many MSPs were responsible for for equipping a lot of these companies to make the conversion to remote, and and done it, did it at at amazing speed with it with amazing amazing efficiency, I think now we many of our partners do recognize that this is now a longer term op- opportunity, and it requires more, and it requires a different agreement, and it and it requires a different conversation with their their customers as they're talking about the value of what they're providing as they're talking about risk making sure that they understand this is this is a whole new set of risks this is this is a different environment and that's why we need to to uh, uh, recalibrate exactly what we're what we're going to provide the the end users and this this extends beyond security like i said goes to policy even goes to, to training. You know, one of our questions we asked was, while you've been working from home, has your employer offered any type of additional security training? 78% said they've got, they've had no additional training whatsoever. So as our MSP partners are thinking about the bundled offer that they're going to present to those that are going to have to sustain these work at home workforces, it's something all encompassing, I, I think will, will be well received and in many cases, let's let's admit it, be highly profitable too. I I mean, no way no way does this come out in my mind that this isn't a massive land grab. And, and for those MSPs out there thinking like, well, yeah, I got restaurant customers who are suffering and they're trying to you know claw back their their annual spend with us. I I, I can't help but think that the 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 reshifting of wherever you were at and any underperforming, and I hate to call it that, but, you know, cause if they're underperforming, that means they're, they're suffering like, like a lot of us were and, and still are, but, but there's a lot of companies out there that do need the help of an MSP. And I think that your study underscores that immensely. I mean, it triple underscores it. It, it says that if you have a bunch of customers that are not really wanting to, to, you know, spend money with you to manage their IT cause they don't have it anymore. It means that there's probably three others out there that need to, right? Not just should, but need to call you as an MSP and get get under management. I think you're exactly right. It's it's an overused term, but this is this is seriously a, a tipping point. You know, we were we were headed this direction anyway. We've invested heavily into our our partner program and into our MSP platform because we we sense pre-COVID that this is where where you know, we, we spent a lot of time with the SMB space. This is where that space was headed. The COVID is, is now officially the tipping point that's thrown it way over the edge. And it's become a, you know, a, this is reality. This is, this is what it is. And it is a big opportunity for MSPs that can grab a hold of it. Yeah, I, I think you're right, Corey. Um, so uh, again, there's a lot of good information in there. I personally think a lot of those data points should end up in the slide decks of every MSP sales team out there, right? This is just really good information to have. It's relevant, it's fresh data, and it reflects what is actually happening. And it's scary. It, it, and, and I hope everyone looks at it as scary and the opportunity for the MSPs is demonstrably there, in my opinion. So I, I, I mean, I'm, I, I, I hope, I hope I'm right about that. I have no doubt that you are. All right. So we will leave a um, a link uh, to the to the study. You can go download it, view it yourself. Um, 
And, you know, what else, Corey, I mean, before we close up, you know, what, what are you seeing on the horizon for the, the second half of the year? Any, 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 uh, prognostications, any, any, uh, you know, gut hunches that you think are coming up? You know, I, I think we're going to start to feel the economic effects of, of what's been going on over the, over the past few months that have yet to really fall out. Um, and as that translates into technology and translates into security, I think we're going to, we're going to see shifts in spend. I, I trust that, that, uh, cybersecurity spending is going to, to stay flat if, if not bump up a little bit, but I think there's also going to be, um, a fair amount of due diligence done about the efficiency and the value that some of these security solutions are, are bringing to the table. There's a lot of great ones out there but they're very, very expensive and require a lot of resources. And are there more efficient options? I, I would suggest that that's probably going to be a big focus in the security space uh, in, in the near term is what are the more economical and efficient options out there? Yeah, I, 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 I accept your point. I, I think it's a good one of, you know, the, the traditional, you know, maybe break fix IT, you know, shops. It, it, yeah. I don't think that you have a, you know, a lot to look forward to in the second half of the year. And if you're not doing something in security now, I, I personally agree, Corey, that we're going to look like if it's as it, the worst case scenario is it looks like 2008, 2009 economically, in which case a lot of the MSPs in the regulated sectors did very well, right? They, they didn't just, you know, resist the, the, um, the, the economy they, they thrived. A lot of them did because they were in demand. And when, you know, companies struggle, internal IT generally gets cut and they have to rely on MSP. So uh, I don't want that worst case scenario to happen. I just think MSPs are going to be relatively um, sound and, and strong throughout this period, no matter what it looks like. I think you're exactly right. Well, that's it for our discussion today. I hope you found it uh, beneficial. Leave a comment. Um, go check out PC Matic. See what they're doing. They're doing some pretty cool stuff. Um, and oddly enough, yeah, I talked about this last time. You guys are are entirely work remote work from home and have been forever. And so this is like no-brainer to you guys. You got this figured out. Yeah, we, we don't even break a stride. <laughs> Well, Corey, um, stay well, stay healthy, and we'll hope to have you on the next MSP Zone in the future. Uh, in the meantime, you guys stay safe and uh, give that report a, a review. And, uh, you know, I, I think it'll help you with your strategy for the remainder of 2020. Uh, I'm Charles Weaver. This has been the MSP Zone. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please give us a like. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so you will get notified when future episodes are released. We will see you next time in the MSP Zone.